Welcome to Black on Black Love, Psychology Edition. On today's episode, we will be addressing the question, as time progresses, social influencers have begun to speak out and advocate the importance of mental health. How does this bring about repair, breaking the stigmas of mental health in the Black community? In order to do our research, we reviewed scholarly sources and held interviews with three Howard students and one professor. Lauren Brown, a.k.a. Raggedy Royal, a makeup influencer on Instagram and Twitter. Kai Foster, a well-known YouTuber who often speaks about life at Howard and makes mukbangs about issues going on in her life and the world, and also does other types of videos. Jai Riverday, another YouTuber of the Mecca who is currently most well-known through his YouTube channel, JBJTV. Dr. Fredericks, a psychologist and professor of psychology at Howard University. Well, let's get started. According to statistics, the African-American mental illness rates are about consistent with the rest of the American population. Yet only one in three African-Americans who need mental health care receive it. We decided to investigate the issue and find potential reasons for this issue and how social media influencers play a role in solving it. Well, we identified four potential factors that can contribute to um, the mental health, the stigma in America. The first being religion. Second is parenting style and family dynamics. Third is socioeconomic status. And the last one is the use of social media. Okay, so the first topic that we discussed was religion and we'll be starting with a recording from Lauren Brown, AKA Raggedy Royal. How did you go about that? Like, did you talk to anybody or? Um, yeah, but really what I did was like, I just delved into like, so I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. So I just delved like more into my religion and like yeah. the Bible and stuff. That's kind of how I got over it. I know like it ran through different ways. How did you go? Lauren Brown is basically saying that she turns to God when it comes to some of her issues. Kai Foster also spoke on this, but she had a different opinion. When I was going through, like, my depressive episodes in high school, a lot of time my mom would, like, tell me, like, to just pray or, like, you know, go to church more often. I'm just like, okay. Like, I think that's valid, but I think that a lot of times in the black community, people use church and religion to not be accountable of themselves, and I just didn't want to follow that same path. I think that I can go to church and simultaneously see a therapist. Like, I don't know. I think you can do both, and I think that just as a black community everything's supposed to be like you know kept private and don't tell anybody like I, my mom is definitely more of a private closed off person and i can't count how many times she's been like you know don't say don't tell anybody that i'm just like for what like what is it gonna affect mm-hmm. so yeah my mom's okay so similarly to what kai said i really don't think that praying is a bad thing at all relying on religion is a good thing in a sense but I feel as if a lot of people in the black community use it as an excuse not to get therapy. I agree, because I think prayers should be paired with professional help in order to yield the best improvement and results. The second thing, oh, hey, well. the second contributing factor was parenting style and family dynamics. And we had Dr. Fredericks talk about parenting style and how it can influence mental health. Well, before we talk about parenting styles, I think it's important to define what they are. She specifically talked about authoritative parenting and authoritarian parenting. Authoritarian is more like the um, Jamaican, African type parent who is like, 
this is what it is. You can't ask anything about it. It is what it is. And they re heavily rely on punishments. But authoritative is like, okay, yeah, I'm punishing you for this reason, but here's why. You can do this, but I'm still going to punish you, but here's why I'm punishing you. So that's basically how the parenting styles work. A bit more leeway. Yeah. Okay, so let's start by hearing what Dr. Fredericks had to say. Two parent, I grew up in a two parent household with mm -hmm. two different parenting styles. Mm -hmm. But the dominant parent, my mother, mm -hmm. she was, she really was a, more of an authoritarian, mm -hmm. right? Caribbean, you know, old school. Mm -hmm. So we were never having a real conversation. It was always a monologue. It was mm -hmm. do as I say, not as, you know, like as I do, like just. Yeah. And so with growing up in a household like that, there was no value placed on how I felt. Nobody cares about how you feel because mm -hmm. your feelings are only there to manipulate people, right? Mm -hmm. You are sad and you're crying because you want your way. If you don't get your way, um, then you're crying. So there was no exploration of the emotions and feelings beyond them being associated with man manipulative tactics and mm -hmm. children want their way. So no, we're not having a conversation. So that was... Yeah, I can definitely relate to that because my parents used more of an authoritarian parenting style when they chose to raise mm -hmm. us. And it made me feel like I couldn't really go to them and talk to them about things like yeah. my problems or when I was feeling sad. Mm -hmm. And I think it just caused like a divide in our relationship. So. Yeah, I feel the same way because it's like I couldn't necessarily talk to my parents when I had issues. I'd have to talk to my friends or something. And that definitely took a toll on my mental health and almost felt like my parents were worsening it. Yeah, those are interesting points. I actually read an article called Parenting Style, Individuation, and Mental Health of Egyptian Adolescents. And it showed that the authoritative parenting style is associated with good mental health rather than authoritarian, which is not. And I agree with that because growing up, my parents were, they started authoritarian, but then they became authoritative. Mm -hmm. And that definitely helped with my mental health because although I felt like I couldn't really talk to them about what was going on, um, it helped for me to be able to explain why maybe I was out for a certain amount of time or why I wanted to have certain rules or boundaries pushed, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. And I feel like with authoritative parenting, um, it takes less of a toll on your mental health because... Um, being able to openly discuss the issues, mental health issues um, in your family, it could just, just talking in itself can also improve like the stigma and general emotions. And in fact, um, while we were inter interviewing Jai Rivard, he talked about how um, in his family, okay, he was somewhat a difficult child, he said. <laughs> and in his family, it made it easier to talk about mental health and because he and his family had a uh, mental health issues ran in his family so they were more opening about talking about it but with Jai he says that that's a privilege because not many black families have that in fact let me hear what he says now broke down barriers so it would be easier to talk about this because we're not talking about that if that makes sense um but yeah, I don't think it's it's easy for a lot of people, especially like talking to my friends and stuff, them communicating with their parents or things that they want to do. Like people are even scared to tell their parents that they changed their major, much less what's actually going on like in their life. So um, I think I was really privileged in that, but a lot of people don't have that privilege. Having authoritative parents 
was definitely beneficial because as I got older, it made it easier for me to express how I feel to my parents. And I think talking about issues, especially mental health issues, is definitely a privilege for some people because parents who use the authoritarian style cause stress for their children, especially when it's harder for them to go to them about issues or mm -hmm. just talking to them in general, just to start a conversation. Okay, so the third contributor to this issue, the mental health issue stigma in the black community, would have been socioeconomic status. And this one is basically like many black people in the United States simply just can't afford their own health care or like good health insurance in itself. So it's hard for them to afford mental health care. And that obviously contributes to the fact that they don't get the actual services that they need mentally. Well, the fourth contributor we had, contributor that we had, was the way that people use social media. And Kai Foster specifically told us about how she's being more vulnerable on her channel in order to raise awareness of mental issues. So this is what she had to say. I like to necessarily record everything. And so this summer, I took it upon myself to put out, you know, things about being sexually assaulted or my family and stuff like that. And it definitely took a turn, but I think it took a good turn because I just, you don't, I don't feel like you benefit from holding anything in. I just, I don't see the point of it whatsoever. I think by allowing yourself to be open, you give yourself more resources and you realize that you're really not alone in things. I think that was the biggest takeaway for me this summer because I got so many DMs, like so many comments of people sharing their stories and just saying how like my story had made them, you know, tell this person about how they had been sexually assaulted or just be open about like, you know, their dad not being in their life. So, yeah. And I agree with Kai because I think vulnerability is very important on social media because then you can help enhance the conversation about mental health and have other people relate. Yeah, definitely. Because on Instagram, I always see people striving to show the most perfect version of themselves. But I feel as if if people were more vulnerable, then pe other people would be able to empathize with them and know that other people, even people who are most or very successful, go through the same issues as them. Lauren Brown mentioned that empathy is important in breaking the stigma. Well, let's see what Lauren said. What are ways that we as Black people can break the mental health stigma? Um, definitely, I think the biggest thing that could do that is empathy and listening. Mm -hmm. I think that those go hand in hand. Because we can say, like, listen to each other and talk. But if you have no empathy and you have no, like, intention of right. really, like, trying to put yourself in their shoes, then it doesn't really, like, you don't even need to listen because you're not... You're more so hearing. So I think definitely like listen to one another because I know a lot about mental health that I didn't go through. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Because like I've listened to people talk about their mental health. And it's yeah. like I know a lot of things that like I necessarily haven't experienced, but because I listened and I have the empathy, then I can like advocate for them or, you know, help them out if they need it. Like in that Twitter conversation, like I don't have a dog in the fight, honestly. I really don't. Like, I don't have a, a child who committed suicide or anything like that. But, like, I've heard those type of stories, and I've seen those in real life. So it's like, no, maybe you should. Okay, so when we put all of this information that we've got gathered together, you can conclude that a way that social media can bring repair to the mental health issues in the Black community is by having influencers be more vulnerable in the content they share and the way they talk about their personal issues through their media.
Yeah, this vulnerability will definitely allow viewers to be more empathetic towards the content creators and others in their community when it comes to mental health, therefore reducing the stigma. Anyways, thank you for tuning in to Black on Black Love. Have an amazing day.